Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group. Today I want to discuss a update in the tax plan and really discuss and talk about the key differences between the Senate and the House plan. Um, we're going to see where this heads. Obviously, there's going to be some changes over the next coming months uh, based off comments and, and uh, proposals, especially uh, there's some amendments. Chairman Brady uh, has uh, especially some changes to the House bill that we'll talk about. But it's a fluid situation. I wanted to give an update to kind of see where we're at after the House bill. Now, the Senate came back with its proposals. And I'm just going to briefly highlight some of the main changes. So from tax rates, the Senate pr- uh, proposal includes seven tax brackets, ranging from 10 to 38.5, where the House bill had four, ranging from 12 to 39.6. Uh, interesting enough, the Senate proposed to retain the deduction for medical expenses but eliminate any deduction for individual state and local taxes. Uh, that's obviously a big issue. A lot of states uh, that, that have uh, state taxes like uh, California, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, this is a major issue for a lot of their residents because of the limitation on that deduction could significantly in- increase their taxes uh, overall. So that that's something that we'll see where that goes. Uh, there, there may be Maybe something that gets removed. Who knows? Uh, the House bill would retain a deduction for state and local real property up to $10,000. Um, and like the bill, the Senate would continue allowing taxpayers to deduct home mortgage interest on their principal residence. Uh, the Senate still retains the $1 million debt limitation, where the House bill reduces it to $500,000. Um, also, the Senate proposes to provide a deduction for personal casualty losses uh, incurred in a presidentially declared disaster area. And, of course, charitable deductions are from donations the Senate and House bill will retain. So interesting enough here, the Senate moves that House limitation of uh, interest deductions from 500 back to the million. The House has it at 500000 which is which is interesting. Um, child tax credit, the Senate proposal increases it to $1,650, where the House is at $1,600. Um, there's obviously exclusion of gain on sale of personal residence. The Senate does not appear to phrase out the exclusion for high-income taxpayers, where the House bill does. The estate tax, Senate proposal would not repeal estate tax. The House bill repeals it after 2023. Um, on the business side, uh, very uh, interesting. The Senate proposes to reduce the, ca- the tax rate to 20%, but it's going to begin or not be implemented till uh, 2019, where the House bill has it implemented as of 18. So that's, that's obviously a, a delay of, of a year, uh, pretty significant. Uh, the same pass-through business income, which got a lot of um, uh, chatter uh, because it was such a unique uh, proposal to really lower the tax rate on pass-through income generated by businesses or funds. Um, so the, the House bill basically set a maximum rate on business income, a certain sole proprietorships and pass-through entities. Um, it wasn't followed by the Senate. The Senate proposal actually provides for a 17.5% deduction on domestic qualified business income pass-through to the owners. The deduction would generally not be available to certain service businesses like attorneys, for example, would be subject to a limitation based on wages. Effectively, this deduction would reduce the top rate qualifying income from 38.5 to 31.8. Uh, the House obviously reduces to 25% uh, 
um, a lot of the the pass through income. Um, there's some, been some issue and, and some chatter about um, self employment income versus pass through income. This uh, proposal from the House, at least, to reduce the pass through tax rate would only apply to business income, not income for the performance of services. So there's some concern on, on for certain businesses like accountants or lawyers how how that would work. Um, and we're going to see how that plays out in terms of we've seen rules about maybe a 70-30 split. Certain businesses, it's hard to break out what services perform versus business income. So we'll see where that goes. But the Senate bill uh, doesn't seem to be as generous as the House bill on pass-through income. Uh, use of cash method accounting. Senate proposal will extend the use of cash method of accounting to businesses with gross receipts of $15 million or less. And this compares to a $25 million threshold for the House bill. Business tax credits the Senate proposed to retain with modifications to credit for rehabilitation of historic structures, um, so not super relevant. Deferred comp, the Senate proposal includes a provision that would modify the taxation of non-qualified deferred compensation to recognize compensation income where there's no substantial risk of forfeiture. Uh, similar provision was dropped from the House bill. Um, again, we'll see, we'll see where that goes. International operations are interesting because like the House bill, the Senate bill proposes a one-time tax on deemed repatriation of foreign income invested overseas, but with slightly lower rates. The Senate bill, foreign earnings invested in cash assets would be taxed at 10%, and the remaining foreign earnings would be taxed at 5%. Uh, these rates are lower than the 14% applied to cash assets and the 7% in the House bill. So a little bit more uh, favorable to foreign income repatriation by the Senate bill. Um, so that's interesting. I, I want to just also talk about Chairman Kevin Brady, a Republican of Texas. He had some amendments and, and made some significant changes to the House bill. Uh, these are This was a House bill amendment that uh, November 9th, uh, the House Ways and Means Committee passed. So it's on, uh, passed along party lines, and it's a version of tax reform uh, after amendments by Brady. Um, the, the bill is now going to the House Rules Committee, so we'll see where that goes. But here's some uh, of what Brady proposed. Uh, again, reducing the tax rates on active business income and so, so sole proprietorships um, that would otherwise be taxed in the 12% bracket. Uh, eliminating the provision that would have expanded application of the self-employment tax to active owners of pass-through businesses and rental income. So that, that could be... Um, you know, somewhat helpful because some of this income may, may not be considered self-employment income, um, especially on rental income, which which obviously impacts a lot of real estate people. The, the downside is maybe that income cannot be contributed because it's uh, to a 401k because it's not self-employment income, but you can also always turn it into self-employment income by treating it as self-employment income. But here it's not going to automatically treat it as self-employment income. Uh, also reduces the current law uh, dividend received deductions for corps, uh, eliminates uh, non-qualified deferred comp provision from the House bill, um, excluding uh, the floor plan financing from the limitation on deductibility of net business interest expense. This was something hedge funds really were concerned about, whether it be a limit of 30% on deductibility of net business interest expense, which is significant because hedge funds and private equity funds use leverage considerably, and they were worried they wouldn't get the deduction, the full deduction of all the interest deductions which could uh, severely uh, you know, limit their uh, availability and also uh, increase their tax revenues. So uh, that would be interesting. And again, I mentioned the tax rates of the repatriation of foreign earnings to 14% uh, and 7% on liquid assets from 12 and 5 uh, and again, providing a three-year holding period requirement for long-term capital gain treatment for partnership interest received for services, so-called a carried interest. Uh, some hedge funds were okay with this because it didn't do with it way without and simply say 
carry, carried interest or ordinary income. It basically said, okay, we'll, we'll make you hold it for three years, which a lot of hedge funds will, will say that's fine because a lot of those investments are longer than three years, especially private equity, uh, more so than hedge funds. But uh, they were what they were concerned about was clearly that it would turn the carried interest would be treated automatically as ordinary income, which would be a big blow for private equity hedge funds, something they, they've obviously preached uh, greatly about and, and tried to lobby significantly uh, both the Democrats and Republicans to make sure that that was not part of the bill. So um, we'll see where it goes. Obviously, uh, you know, the path forward, uh, the Senate Republicans are proceeding to have the Senate Finance Committee and the full Senate complete action on the version of the tax reform by hopefully Thanksgiving. House leaders are working to Towards the same timeline, see where the president comes in on this. Uh, I think it's going to get done. Uh, if both houses of Congress approve their respective bill, they will then need to reconcile the differences and then vote, obviously, on a final tax reform bill. And considering the political and procedural challenges facing Congress uh, and intense lobbying going on, uh, it's who knows when this will get done. Uh, maybe year end. We hope year end. I think there's some positive. Uh, provisions in here, especially corporate tax reduction, uh, pass-through tax reduction. Um, I'm, I'm okay with the foreign repatriation. I think that's important. I wish they would tie that where the companies would actually have to employ people, kind of like what happened in 01 with Egtra. Uh, I think that's important. Um, we'll see what happens with the mortgage tax deduction, whether it's it stays at a million or comes down to 500000 um, I'd like to see also what's going to happen with the pass-through because there's going to be some challenges uh, deciphering uh, self-employment income versus business income and how that's going to get figured out and what's going to take advantage of the reduction in pass-through income versus not uh, where it's treated as self-employment income. Uh, also, the deductibility of interest, uh, the cap on that could obviously impact private equity hedge funds. So we'll see where the lobbyist goes on that. Um, other than that, uh, I'm excited. Uh, state tax, I, I think it's going to be repeat. Uh, I think it's it's basically not going to be part of this. Uh, I think the state tax will stay. Um, I don't think it impacts enough people, and I think they'll give on, on that if they can get individual tax rate deduction and corporate tax. Uh, interesting, four hundred one k's. Never nothing uh, got was made part of this tax plan. Uh, Senator Brady you know, hinted that it, there may be a movement away from pre tax four hundred one k contributions where it's limited to something like $2,600 and the rest has to be in Roth or after tax. That never materialized, thankfully. Uh, I don't think that would benefit anyone. But all in all, we'll see where it goes. There's definitely a, a challenge from the House and Senate standpoint. They've got to reconcile some of these differences. The president's going to weigh in. So hopefully it gets done by year end. I think there's some positives here. Um, I will hopefully have some updates in the coming weeks when there's some developments either on the House side or the Senate side and reconciliation as, as it moves forward. But I, I think there's a good chance that tax the tax bill will get passed by the end of the year and uh, i'll make sure to keep everyone abreast of any developments uh adam bergman Ari financial thanks for listening and if you have questions you can always contact me adam b a d a m b as in bergman adam b at ira financial group.com thanks